the volume. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. Tons of reasons why I love betting the NFL on FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's fast, safe and secure, and it has fast payouts as quick as two hours. There's also so many bet types, including same-game parlay bets, live betting, player props, and futures. FanDuel is making it easy for everyone to bet this season with a bunch of promotions that they'll be sharing all season long on our podcast. If you've been listening along, you've heard a lot of those. There's risk-free bets and same-game parlay bets, enhanced odds markets, and more. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with promo code J&J so they know we sent you. That's J&J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See full terms and conditions at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December 22nd. And it's almost fucking Christmas. It's almost the <laughs> worst day of Christmas games in NBA history. <laughs> the G League showcase. G League showcase. Big three. <laughs> we're, we're, it's going to be a 303 tournament by the end. We're talking about holiday hoops. We're talking about uh, Utah Jazz cheerleader proposal. We're talking about uh, media control. And we're going to do maybe the stupidest segment we've ever done in podcast oh, yeah. history. Very excited for that. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good buddies, 
Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? I'm Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And, um... Man, I'm picking. So hold on, I want I want to podcast for five and a half hours because I just want to finish and then go pick my mom up from the airport. Does that work, <laughs> bro? Like I said, hug her till you cry for me, G. Yeah. Hug her till you cry. That's that, bro. That's they nothing feeling like the mom. There's no feeling yeah. like your mom coming to visit. You feel me? That's beautiful. The, how how happy are the kids to have Granny in town, man? They're literally learning to do math just to figure out how long it's gonna be till they're picking her up. Uh, that's fire. <laughs> they were that's sitting so there. They were fire. sitting there. We watched The Simpsons this morning. They're sitting there after the episode's over, going eight, nine, <laughs> 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 just trying to figure out how many hours it was gonna be. So we're they're fired up for sure. Hell yeah! But yeah, crying, picking up, and dropping off your mom at the airport is like a that's a that's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 drop off, bro. I I do the slow run when I see her at first, and then I'm crying, you know, when I drop her off. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. It's always slightly awkward because it's like she's going to put the luggage. She's like, you know, she's got her luggage, and I'm like, I want to help her with the luggage, but then I also just want to like tackle her. You know what I mean? Oh so it's God. like, bah, oh. ah, 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 ah. all right, we got scheduled meetings now. I'm like, every three months, you got to be, hey, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no time to play anymore. You feel me? Grand girl ain't, ain't got no time to wait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Speaking of the wrong time to play, let's talk about uh, these Christmas games. Let me talk on about my. Saturday. Let me talk about. Shout out my homie Adrian. Let me. Shout oh out my yes, homie Adrian. I'm sorry. Yes, up top. Go ahead. I want to congratulate my best friend Adrian. He was listed as one of the Times' best portrait photographers in the like shit in the, on the globe. You know what I'm saying? Like this year, you feel me? So I think it's crazy because just I know exactly where it came from. He grew up off Bradner on the north side, watching my cousin sell, <laughs> sell so that hard on the corner, you know what I'm saying? Went to a high school where they fought. You're selling every- some hard Mike's hard lemonade <laughs> on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> that, exactly that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like went to a high school where they fought every damn day. You know, I remember one time getting mad because he walked home at night at like one Call him like nigga. Why ain't you tell me? He was like John. This is my home. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like this is like to to see him go from from there. You know what I'm saying? Like from like being respected by niggas like the the, the North Side legend Yo Banger. You know what I mean? To being in front of you know Amy Sherald and fucking Spielberg at the motherfucking. You know what I'm saying? Like showing his work. You know what I mean? It's just it's just so crazy to see that. I, I, they're gonna make a movie about that nigga one day. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be crying front row like a motherfucker, G. Like, I'm so proud of that motherfucking man. So, congratulations to him, dog. This is God's work for real, man. It's beautiful to see. For sure, for sure. Something else to add to the resume, the Smithsonian featured photographer. Smithsonian, that's what... Like, it is, it's, that, it's that, crazy. And the first time I met Adrian, <laughs> the first time I met Adrian was when we were at South by Southwest. And this wild <laughs> motherfucker put a sticker <laughs> for his website... On a cop's back while while the cop was in the middle of making an arrest, like, I was, and this motherfucker is now Smithsonian featured Time Magazine, like it's crazy, bro. Shout out to May Monarchs, <laughs> motherfucker still probably got that sticker on the back of his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's but that's that's Adrian, that's Adrian. Sure. Never changed, never kissed a jackal in the mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Always remain the same nigga. A real one, man. <laughs> you know I mean? Real Adrian, one, real one. <laughs> Never kissed it. Top of the resume. Never kissed a jack. <laughs> Stay the same. North side nigga. You know what I'm saying? 
Shout out oh, to Patrice. Oh, shit. Um, all right. Let's talk about these horrible Christmas games. Um, Adam Silver had an interview with uh, Malika where I think he kind of laid out an NBA philosophy that is more or less what uh, I had thought last, you know, the last time we recorded we were going to get, which is in the NBA's eyes. The Omicron uh, variant is much more contagious, but much less uh, likely to cause serious outcomes, especially if you've been vaccinated, with which obviously the vast majority of the league has been. <clears throat> I think 65% of the league has had its booster shot, according to uh, Matt Sullivan, who we've, we've had on the pod, uh, and, and is kind of the guy doing the most reporting on this stuff. So that's like three times the rate of America at large. And so Adam Silver's philosophy seems to be much closer to we're going to stop testing so much than it is to we're going to shut things down for a week or two. And I think he even said, I don't know what the logic would be in a pause. And then Matt had another piece in Rolling Stone where it said, I think the bigger issue is if he shuts down, what's the rationale for starting back up? Which is a fair question. <laughs> but we have seen the NHL is shutting down. Uh, they've also said they're not going to allow their players to go to the Olympics this year, um, which is a big change. Um, so I, it, this certainly hasn't been decided. And I think Matt's story also said that the NBA players are all kind of waiting until after Christmas because they know that the NBA's number one priority is getting to Christmas. Having that big then, three tournament on Christmas. Got to have the big three tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Hoop it up. Um, <laughs> Three on three, starring Joe Johnson, <laughs> Iso so, Joe. So we'll, we'll we'll talk about those games and where things are. But first of all, generally on the philosophy, what do you what, what do you think, Tyler? I know you'd been thinking more like we might get a break. Were you surprised by what Adam Silver said, or or is this just kind of the direction that the people who are counting money are are going to be going? No, I I'm still not ruling out a shutdown for a few weeks because. I think that, you know, if you look at the quote Adam Silver said, I don't see a, re uh, a reason why we should shut down right now, right? Like, I feel like that right now is doing a little bit of lift in there. And, you know, I feel like this is, you know, like we discussed, when you are going to, you know, these, these meetings for your TV deals, you're selling the playoffs first and foremost, the Christmas slate secondary, right? Like, that's the second biggest bargaining chip you got. And I feel like this is all kind of... It feels kind of contrived. It feels like it's, you know, I'm going to put out this 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 statement, you know, via Malika Andrews, right around, you know, revolving around how we are going to get to Chris, to these Christmas games. So I can assure our, our you know, sponsors when we go into these TV deals that you're going to get these Christmas games regardless, no matter what we have to do. You know what I mean? That's kind of what it feels like to me. It feels like a fucking PR push to let these motherfuckers know that you're going to get your Christmas games regardless. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, I'm not ruling out a shutdown for a few weeks or so after the Christmas games. Tyler's basically saying, that's a devil. That's a devil. <laughs> <laughs> that's a devil. <laughs> Bro, like, I feel like, I tweeted this other day, G. I feel like everybody's wondering what the new normal is. This is the new normal, nigga. So I get his logic on like, bro, what is it? What is a shutdown gonna do? You know, what I mean, at this point, them niggas ain't staying at the crib. You know what I'm saying? They gonna be a, with, with Lou Will buying chicken wings if they shut down, nigga, catching the Omicron. You know what I mean? By the end of next year, there'll be a motherfucking strain with enough letters to start a fucking fraternity, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dog, this shit ain't going nowhere. This shit ain't going nowhere. So I, I, I get the logic at this point, Joe. Just get the vacky or don't. You know what I'm saying? And 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 and, and, and try to you know. Do 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 whatever you can, but like, yeah, I I I get it, bro. Like, shut down for what? It ain't going nowhere. 
Did um I, I know one of you retweeted it. Did you guys read Matt's latest story for for Rolling Stone on this? He he had he had a I think Matt's reporting on this stuff is the perfect blend of like hard journalism, interviewing people, getting sources, etc. But then also more opinion based, just kind of calling it straight. Right. And he you know he said he's like they're talking privately about the bubble about doing another bubble, but that's never gonna happen. <laughs> you know oh no, no. All that money they put in that did they did they lose money doing the bubble? Um, no, I don't think so because they fulfilled the TV contract. Okay, right. You know, I mean, that be, and it was exactly what Tyler said. The bubble was to get the playoffs at, on the TV contract, right? And so they said it was costing however many million dollars a day. But as we discussed, their TV contracts are worth seventy billion dollars. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ! You know, and they're trying to get two hundred forty billion or whatever it is on the next one. So, so they just didn't make as much money as they could have. But ain't no way they losing money with them big, big beefy ass contracts, even in a bubble. Well, it's the whole thing. Whenever like the um, you know when the players were kneeling and and you know the social justice and and protests were more at the forefront. There's all the the corn fed. Um, jackals out there talking about oh well <laughs> you know um, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna watch or oh i canceled my season tickets today or whatever like the financial structure of major sports leagues it, they don't care whether you are buying a ticket or not the whole thing is a tv contract yeah and yeah, so yeah. if they if they don't have to pay back that eight billion dollars or whatever that year's contract was worth then Whatever, right? You do it right. in the bubble, spend a million dollars a day on the bubble, hundred million, whatever. As long as you're keeping that dollar amount that starts with a B, you don't really give that much of a fuck about the rest of it. Because the season tickets might feel expensive to me, a father of two, but they're not expensive in the grand scheme of things to a $70 billion uh, TV contract. How much are season <laughs> tickets like? You know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly For those Utah tell you. motherfuckers that said that they weren't going go to go to the games anymore. Like, I don't know either. I don't even know. That's how expensive they are. We're like, right. I don't even have the... And they, I, and they don't even care. And they the don't care. The league doesn't even care. <laughs> but I mean, right. when you're talking about, what, what did you talk about, $75 billion last year? Yeah. Like, Jesus. And again, yeah. they're sitting down trying to get 200 plus billion on the upcoming TV contracts that they're already starting to negotiate for. You know what I mean? So, I, And so to Tyler's point, I think that's exactly right. That's Adam Silver as these negotiations are ongoing saying... You are our number one priority. Yep. America's entire sports traditions are built around people not wanting to talk to their families around the holidays. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, we will have NBA games on the American Broadcasting Corporation at <laughs> noon, 2.30 and 5 p.m. Eastern on Christmas Day, no matter fucking what. <laughs> Being a commissioner is a hard job. You know what I mean? You got to be a politician, a businessman, but that decision isn't hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the easiest decision he made, you know what I'm saying, is by not canceling them Christmas games. It's just way, way, way too much money. So so let's talk about the holiday big three invitational, as you guys are calling it. <laughs> um, hey, the, the, you tournament. Shit. The, the, the league announced today, shortly before we started recording, uh, that the Nets are now shut down till Christmas. They postponed another game. Uh, the Raptors are postponed uh, until after Christmas. Um, that's going to put the Blazers also are not going to play now until after Christmas. And to be clear, the way that those teams are getting shut down is that they do not have eight players available to play. The Nets had four, didn't they? I think the Bulls had four, something like that. I mean, it's 
crazy. <laughs> so, you know, we're also starting to see what I thought we'd see more of earlier, but I think people just aren't sure how long people are going to be out in these protocols because as we've seen, it, it really varies in time. We've started to see guys going deep into the memory hole. The Celtics have signed Joe Johnson, who has not played in the NBA in three years. <laughs> God damn it. No, he, no he, he was seriously winning big, big three championships. I was seeing him in like regular nigga championships. Like, like, like the, I don't know if you know that L.A. tournament where like niggas meet up. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Where like well, Pooh Jeter jumps in that shit who got a chopper on him and shit. You know what I'm saying? And like playing for a million dollars. You know, Bobby Browns on that motherfucker. Like, you know, like the L.A. local gods and shit. Yes. He was playing with them niggas. He back in the league. You know, Isaiah Thomas, he just oh, with led the, the Lakers Celtics. in the game. With the Celtics. With the Celtics. <laughs> with, the Celtics. <laughs> with the Celtics. He's not playing for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, he's right, playing right, for right. the Celtics. This isn't the Thunder. <laughs> Are we probably going to see that man on Christmas, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Against the Bucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> God on damn. ABC. Pray for that man. Was he 40? Is he He's 40? 40. He is 40 years old. He has not played in the league in three years. And but that but that's the state of these Christmas games. And the NBA also put a statement out that said, we'll move him around if we have to. But these and they said, especially the ABC games, which at the moment are Nets, Lakers, uh, Celtics, Bucks, and Warriors Suns. Okay. <laughs> Anything involving the Lakers right now. Uh. <laughs> like, like you were saying, bro. Shit ain't sweet. That game last night was brutal. But the thing is, like, you were so excited. Like, Bron's going off. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> Bron's we'll still Bron. It's that motherfucking roster, bro. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bron, the player, I'm appreciating while we have him. Bron, the GM. I will say this. I will say this. Past his prime this year. (laughs) (laughs) Making the Russell Westbrook over DeMar DeRozan decision. (laughs) I won't say Bron's still Bron because Bron could – he could lift up any roster back in the day. That Bron ain't ain't here no more. You know, Bron could have lifted up that roster in what, 2018, you know what I'm saying, motherfucking 2012. That Bron – Bron just getting – Go ahead, go ahead. You said what? He he was still he was still having suffered through a good portion of that game. He was pretty he was still pretty special last night, bro. I mean, but that that would that not have been a win? Because remember the Bron that would like not play for the first like quarter and a half, because he's like I'm gonna get thirty in the next two and a half quarters. I'm gonna let all y'all do the little shit and get confident. Y'all little weak ass motherfuckers build up your confidence. We just don't. So if I need you, <laughs> we don't. We don't have. We don't have any of those other motherfuckers right now, bro. <laughs> we have Tony Davis. Do you remember who Brian <laughs> took to the finals though? Sweeping yeah. niggas. Come on, G. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, Brian's still a uh, Brian's still a god, obviously. But yeah, that uh, this mm-mm. not shit ain't sweet, baby. Someone someone tweeted the Jenkins and Jones account a while ago and said they need Tyler and I to apologize to the spacing nerds for uh, dismissing their concerns before the season. And I would just like to state that we will never apologize. Because <laughs> fuck them. But at the same time, I was leaning into that space <laughs> no, shit. No, and, and, and for one, the spacing is still there. These motherfuckers just ain't hitting shit. Like, like Bro, uh, THT was what? One for 13 or some shit last night? Like... 
Yeah. Well, I'm saying we we we, we expected THT to be the one to to, to stretch out the defense. Mm. We expected him to hit we, some open looks, one better than one for 13, bro. I expected I mean, him to not airball a wide open corner three, which yeah. he did last night, and he airballed it not short or long, but to the right. I think that the <laughs> oh man, he was hell off. <laughs> I think I think the thing is, if you have a team where you have any expectations of THT, it's not you know what I mean. THT is a guy that should surprise you because there's zero expectations of a THT. You know what I mean? When you have expectations of a THT, that ain't a team you want to, you know, take to the chip. You feel me? So, yeah. I mean, talking about that AD, that AD, right, that AD Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> that AD Westbrook, you know what I'm saying? Pick and roll. Who's going to stop that? Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> everybody. <laughs> nigga, you, me, Tyler, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Tyler, I am. Merrill, everybody, nigga. Fuck you, me. AD, bro, those those 15 pounds or so AD put on, that's, no. He might have to drop that shit. I mean, because it's not making him a sturdier, more durable player. He's still injured. You know, he's still out. And and it, it took away his fluidity. He's not moving the same, bro. I think you got to get back on that treadmill. Fuck them damn protein shakes, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the emergence of Tony Davis this year Tony has been Davis. the biggest. Tony Davis <laughs> and Jim Harden, the stories of the season. <laughs> that's been the that's been the real disapp- that's been the real disappointment to me, bro. I mean, it's just like I love watching that dude two years ago, and it's hard. It's hard this year, bro. <laughs> they had AD gain weight to do the same shit. Like they talking about he gonna be at the five. That's what he gained weight for, and he's not at the fucking five. You know what I'm saying? They had him gain weight, to the, so you go, so you're just worse at what you used to do because you gain weight for a position you're not fucking playing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, that he refused to play. You know what I mean? So, eh. Let's I'm make fun here. of Utah. Let's make fun of Utah. Let's talk about the. Tired. I'm sorry, man. Mike, trigger like a motherfucker. I don't know the last time I intentionally did not watch a Lakers game on Christmas, but I, I don't, I. Even even with the Nets rolling in with seven dudes. Without, with, without KD or will KD be back? KD will probably be back by then. I hope so. And that's I mean, and, you, and that's another reason why I think that the shutdown is coming. You think Adam Silver likes seeing fucking Kevin Durant playing forty four minutes a night because there's eight men on that roster? Nah, that's not going to fly either, bro. Mm mm mm. You can't you can't push. You know, we, the fact that he's doing what he's doing after that injury is insane, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to test that, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's not test that too much, G. For sure. I, I, I you know, <clears throat> the last thing I would say is I, I think that. The, the league has really bright scientists that are well compensated and know every angle of this from a medical and statistical perspective working on this shit. But I still think this is going to come down to the Rudy Gobert thing. They had smart people working two years ago too, right? But it was Rudy Gobert tested and everyone went, oh shit, when, when that positive came back. And I think similarly with this, if they continue to have superstars sitting out with no symptoms... The feeling will build in the union because Matt Story said that too. In the union, they want to play. They're like, no one's trying to lose any money over this shit this year. So if they continue to sit out asymptomatically, that's going to happen. If it turns into something more serious for an NBA player and they're talking about I'm having trouble breathing or they have to go into the hospital for a brief period of time, they'll shut that shit down in 10 fucking seconds off one tweet from Adam Silver. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So is it, we could talk about all the science and the analytics, mm-hmm. but it will come down to anecdotally mm-hmm. with this specific group of people. Does this seem like something they're worried about or not? That's my feeling about it. Is it how wild is it 
that Rudy Gobert, the most annoying player, maybe top three in NBA history, was the first <laughs> one. Like that, like the universe really be playing jokes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You think you hate Rudy now? I got something for that. <laughs> I mean, like, even even beyond the NBA, I feel like Rudy Gobert kind of made this country take you know fucking COVID up seriously. I feel like he expanded beyond the NBA. Like once the NBA took it seriously, it feels like a whole lot of other motherfuckers there, like a whole lot of companies and entities there. The NBA made it real, but yeah. it, but Rudy Gobert, being as annoying as he is, and also joking about it, and then catching the shit, like. <laughs> And then spreading the shit, you know what I'm saying? And then like, licking the microphones of all of the media. You feel me? Like, like, like yeah. that whole situation was so Rudy Gobert's. Like, it was designed for that moment. Like, you know what I mean? I I'm curious. It's two on the button. It's two on the button to be real life. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yes, I'm curious. I want to set a calendar alert for 2042 to show grown up Vincent and Maya the video of Rudy Gobert licking his hands and touching all the microphones because i think like you want to talk about a clip that at the time i think a lot of people had annoying friends or even worthy annoying friend who were making jokes about covid we just didn't know obviously what was what we were staring down the barrel of at the I moment think nobody really took it serious like tyler said until a hundred percent all were the but annoying friend in not retrospect re- yeah, yeah. that video clip is fucking brutal we're not on camera <laughs> that's the difference that's right we're not on camera. He's on camera. That that's what's wild. That's what's wild. Um, okay, let's talk about the Utah Jazz uh cheerleader proposal. The way that this woman's fiance proposed to her was to secretly have the rest of the cheerleaders do a different routine. So she was dancing by herself, looking around panicked as fuck, like, wait. What is happening? Why? Why is it? Why am I off? Like, why am I off beat? Why is no one doing these moves? And then all the other cheerleaders moved off to the side, and he came down and proposed to her. Uh, what did you guys think? Would you ever want to be involved in a public workplace proposal? <laughs> that what mo- was that your reaction? That motherfucker parted the sea of cheerleaders and came through, and that. <laughs> That leather jacket and those blue jeans looking like Uncle Jesse on Full House. I was, I was like, get a lot of this a fonz, guy, nigga, right? the Utah version. <laughs> Fuck you, me. But, Dry ass nigga. But yeah, anyway. I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look like she was really stressed and it looks like she was kind of just like, what the fuck is going on? And it looks like they had a good moment. You know what I mean? So, you know, happy for them, man. Wishing them the best. Uh, a, a Utah love this. story. Yeah, <laughs> it's too Utah for me. It's too, me, too Utah for me to talk about it. Y'all know why I can't talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> niggas, niggas know she grew up in Utah. You feel me? I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Jay-Z hopped into uh, Spaces last night. Um, Tyler, I know you were tuned in. I didn't catch it. All I've seen is, is you know, Twitter will take everything out of context that they can. Did he really go on there and say Beyonce is better than Michael Jackson, or, or what was he on there talking no, about? Of, of course no. not, but of course that's what Twitter ran with. He was, he was talking about basically, you know, how it's hard to compare artists from different eras. He was like, because, you know, 
uh, Michael Jackson never had a Coachella, and he was like, Beyonce's kind of an evolution of that. You, you know, he he was giving Michael Jackson props. He was saying, you know, Beyonce's Coachella pulled from Michael Jackson's performances. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was like an evolution of the art of 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 the music of the performance. And of course, motherfuckers saying, oh, you saying Beyonce better than Michael Jackson? You saying Michael Jackson could never? No, motherfucker, that ain't what he said. But you should know better, Mr. Carter. If you put, if you put any type of you know anything that isn't fucking you know Michael Jackson is a god, motherfucker. Fuckers are gonna rip your head off, bro. Has he responded to any of this? Because I don't think he actually will give a fuck. Of course, yeah. Not. I think Michael, like uh, Jay Z sets the fucking social media world on fire and then doesn't tweet or hop on Instagram for another year. That's what he does. He one one of his friends, one of his friends, though I forget who it was, but someone who's known him for a long time said in an interview that the reason he's not on social media is that he's the most sensitive dude in the world. I can see that, that like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and, and so I'm sure he's I'm sure he's seeing it. I'm sure he's just also smart enough to go count a billion dollars up instead of tweeting back and forth all day. Also, Jay Z <laughs> comes from a world that these internet motherfuckers do not understand. That these nope. internet this is a Marcy Projects reformed dope dealer, and these motherfuckers on Twitter talk crazy to you. He comes from a world where if you talk crazy to a motherfucker, you know repercussions come with that. You know what I'm saying? Did he buck somebody down, stab somebody, stab yeah, somebody un, different. Un, yeah, he stabbed. Un. <laughs> Yo, you, they say when you stab a nigga, you feel like the sinews breaking. Like you, <laughs> you feel me? Like you can shoot somebody, and it's just you just pull the trigger, nigga. You stab somebody, you that ain't that nigga different. You feel me? But like one thing I really trip off is like I will drop anything when Jay Z speaks. Like, I, I don't hop in spaces. I don't give a fuck about yeah. spaces at all. I saw Hovis in spaces. I jumped right into that bitch. I saw Tyler was in there. I saw Master was in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was in there. Dropped everything to hear this man speak at this point. And I think that's crazy. Like, Master, what? He's like mid-20s late to, to late 20s. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like he was a kid when I was, like, playing Hove. Like, when Volume 2 came out. Literally a child, dog. You know what I mean? And he's still, I mean, he's a mature motherfucker, though. But he's still, like, it's crazy, like, the generations that'll tap in when Jay-Z, you know, hops on. You know, and, and he talked about how, like, couldn't, yeah, he really thinks nobody, he, nobody can share the stage with him for verses. You know what I mean? And what do you I, think? I, well, okay, what, 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 do, what do you guys think about that? I, 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 bro, we talked about this. I don't think anybody can share the stage with Jay-Z. And, this is, and the reason I say it is because, like, we talked about would it be Drake, Snoop, or, or, who, who, or, who, or Kanye, and I was saying, like, the thing with me Some is, people were saying Wayne, which I don't see. Nah, uh, I Tyler I am is talking about Future, which I definitely don't see. Okay, see, he's from, he's from, he's from, he's from I know. Atlanta. I know. You know that's, a, that's the same reason I say Snoop. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I, I think Snoop could because Snoop plays towards a demographic that, that, follow, that listens to verses. You know what I'm saying? We, t- we talk about Drake. His numbers are the best of any rapper ever. But, like, you know, the niggas that grew up listening to Drake when I was listening to, to Reasonable Doubt, they don't, they aren't on verses, but... Like, like Snoop, I mean, like, Jay-Z could play an album cut, you know what I'm saying, on Reasonable Doubt, or even Volume 1, which people say is his worst album, and I love that fucking album, you know what I'm saying? Play a fucking album cut, you know what I mean, that I will be crying in the middle of the fucking crowd listening to, you know what I'm saying? And it will not make me feel, you know, and, and, and Drake or whoever can make play the best song they've ever made, it won't make me feel half as good as that song. It's just like, you know, Jay-Z means something different. Like, he's... For real, the GOAT, nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. I think that, you, you, you know, like we were discussing, you need longevity and nostalgia. You know, that's what you need to play on in these versus battles. And, you know, Jay's got fucking 
you know, 25 years of that, right? Came on the scene, 96, reasonable doubt. Um, but, you know, it, it, it goes back to what Jay himself was saying about how, you know, of, of, of spanning across different eras, you know, shit gets kind of hard to compare. You know what I mean? And, like, there's, there's people 10 years, 15 years younger than us, and Drake is their Jay-Z. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so you know, like, like, like we said, like, Dead Presidents, when we first heard that shit, it hit us hard as hell. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it was something like, wow, you know, we were blown away by that shit. Like, there's a, someone out there younger than us who was blown away the same way when they heard Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, that we were before sure. Dead Presidents. And Dead Presidents don't hit them the same way. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what it all comes down to. I... It's it 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 would be hard, you know, to to put someone up there because I don't think there's anyone from Jay's era who you can really put up there with him. I mean, Snoop is the most popular rapper ever, but but he didn't have the run that Jay had. You know what I mean? Like 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 Snoop. I, I think the I was gonna say, Snoop's I, peak with, with with the Chronic and Doggy style. Shh, crazy, here, right? Crazy. But 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 you know, Dog Father he fell off a bit. The games to be sold fell off a bit. Then he got his second win, you know, with um with with, with Last with Dre and, and, and 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 then yeah, with. Yeah. with with you know um, the shit he did with with the Neptunes RNG and shit. When he when he hibernated and woke up and realized that everyone like party rap, that was a yeah. good day for Snoop. For yeah. sure. That no for limit sure. phase though. <laughs> yeah. He had one good song. That's a, that was a song. I, I but think, it was but one. I think the other thing you mentioned nostalgia and um, and longevity. But the other thing I think is you need a little bit of a, a cult of personality. Right, mm-hmm. like you, you need stands, and in a genre of music where no one wants to look like they're dick writing too hard, and I think that Drake is probably the only person on that list where it's like thirty-five-year-old men, thirty-year-old men are gonna get on Twitter and threaten to fight people in Temecula <laughs> over. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think I think Jay Z and thirty-five-year-old men are absolutely Drake stands. There's some. Oh yeah, absolutely. Listen, bro. So far gone came out thirteen years ago. Motherfuckers who were, who were 20, 22 when that people shit came who out. were in college when you know so far gone came out. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Thirty-five I mean, years are Drake stands, bro. But that, but in college, that's that's Wayne. That's not you know what I'm saying. Like how I feel about Wayne. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I don't know. I don't, I'm not a. I feel like the thing with Drake is Drake's main demo that really stand for him is younger than what Versus is because Versus I think like I said I think we're like I don't even know if we're, we might be on the young side. When I be looking at the verses comments, nigga, them shits look like them. Yeah, y'all holler on y'all, motherfucking 45, 40. If you close, you pushing 50 with the shit you say. There's definitely you know people I mean? watching verses who are who are telling people that they are on, quote, the Instagram. Right. You know what you I mean? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I think there's a larger swath of those people than in most fucking, you know what I'm saying, music, you know what I'm saying? Like, like events. So like, yeah, like it's a lot of people that are too old to go to concerts that are hopping on verses and watching that shit. And I don't know if Drake has that demo. But as far as numbers and hits, Drake might got more hits than Jay-Z. But I'm saying it's not about just hits. It's about the feeling you get when that music play. Like we said, Dead Prez, as far as numbers, it probably ain't do shit. You know what I'm saying? Compared to nothing. It might be like 15th or 20th on numbers for for Drake's catalog. You know what I'm saying? But how a nigga gonna feel from the demo when that motherfucker drop and Jay is on the motherfucking stage playing that shit? There ain't nothing Drake can do with that shit. Drake gonna be on stage rapping that motherfucker with with Jay. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing that I feel. That's the thing that I see that a lot of younger people on Twitter do not understand. It's, it's you know, they talk about Jay-Z and they, and they say, well, he doesn't have so many number one hits. And, and it's like, bro, 
that didn't matter back then to us. Nope. Right? Like, Jay, th- there were times where DMX was the hottest rapper on the planet, when fucking Eminem was hotter than Jay, when fucking, um, you know, uh, Nelly was hotter than, than Jay, but we all knew Jay was on the fucking throne. We didn't care about hits and, and billboard sales and all that shit. We knew Jay was no the No one was subscribed to Billboard magazine in the 1990s. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> we knew we knew Jay Jay was the was the king from I'd say volume two was when he really took the throne to right. Black Album. Right. So so, so yep. about uh, ninety eight to 03, about a five year run. And we knew Jay was the guy, you know, for for, for that run. And it's like these youngest don't seem to understand that. Cause I think now if you're not the number one most streamed guy, if you're not the number one hit maker, you're not the guy to them. You know what I'm saying? It's been a shift there big analytics y'all care about math we care about music motherfucker you know what i'm saying that's what we was on like i told you this i mean obviously i like jay-z's music as a whole but i didn't play his his like the hits i didn't play for real like when i got the album i was playing the cuts you know i felt like jay-z didn't give us a full jay-z because i think he admittedly said he would make a his formula was making a couple joints for the radio you know what i mean and then he had the fucking heaters with just bar on bar on fucking bar mm-hmm. in the fucking album cuts. And those are the shits that I was replaying dummy, 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 dummy long. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to say, I think I, I think that's a really underrated skill also, by the way, yes. because a lot of people try and do that and fail massively. You, you, know the, you know the best version of that I've ever heard of? Mario Puzo wrote two or three uh, novels about Italian immigrant families struggling in New York all this other stuff. He was br- he was dead fucking broke, and he had a wife and kids. And he told his wife, "All right, I'm gonna go write the best selling book of this decade." And he took three months off his job, and he wrote The Godfather. <laughs> On <laughs> some people, recreational he, shit, like here. Let he me said, get this people bag, don't. And then I'll get back to what I like. People don't want to read about the dude working in the back of the fucking bakery. I will put some Italian stereotypes in a book and sell this shit for fifty million dollars. <laughs> and then he did it. <laughs> they still. I, I still hate the, how they did Sonny though. They massacred my. <laughs> I hate how they did Sonny at the Causeway. You know what I mean? <laughs> that broke my heart. You know what I mean? Slapped the shit out that nigga that put hands on his on his sister, and he should have. Anyway, but yeah, man, I just think Jay-Z, I don't think nobody is fucking with Hov, man, when it comes to like all the things that we're talking about. There's nobody that has that entire package, and that's why he's the GOAT. I would disagree, but <laughs> but like I said, it's, 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 it's the generational gap, man. That's some shit that will never be over, overcame because, you know, Jay himself, when he asserted himself as the greatest to ever do it on Black Album, he said, it's never been a nigga this good for this long. Well, yeah. Drake's been that guy for fucking 13 years now. You know what I'm saying? You were that guy for about five strong years. So, and I, re- yeah, yeah. I, I remember so far gone when that shit dropped too. I remember before that shit, like when it was a mixtape, before they like repackaged the shit and it went platinum like a year after it actually dropped. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I remember playing that shit for three or four months. That shifted everything. And in 2009, I don't think you can play hit list to the radio and hear two songs consecutively without hearing right. Drake on a feature or some shit. You know what I mean? He had shit on lock like I had never seen before. You know what I'm saying? So I respect the numbers and all that shit. And Drake makes really good music, too. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. I'm, a, I'm just an old nigga, and I think my old nigga's coming out. It don't, it don't come out in my clothes, but it come out in my music taste, maybe, <laughs> sometimes. With a no, you on, listen man. to more young, pre- young people music shit, than anyone like, else I know I'm, in our for sure, generation. For sure. But yeah. when it comes to, like, nigga, like, I'm, I was out when there. When it comes to your heart. 
my heart, I was out there shadow boxing last night, listening, listen, almost in tears, listening to the motherfucking Reasonable Doubt, bro. And Volume One, like I said, like people say that's his worst album. That shit is my shit. I love Volume One, dog. So like, I think when it comes to like, like, like to me, I say I'll say favorite rapper, like favorite favorite rapper is probably Currency, but like just like a, I don't, but I can't even like Jay Z to me, like nobody can be compared to him. I think you know I, I, the the thing I would say that is a shame is I don't think we're ever gonna get anything like this for this for actually the same reason that NBA dudes don't fight anymore, right? <laughs> the the money's too these these dudes are Fortune five hundred companies. They're not gonna risk their stock tanking over a fucking versus just because we want it. You know Jay-Z what I mean? Stock can't tank though, G. This motherfucker he 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 fucking teamed up with the devil. Everyone's everyone on the NFL. Stock, st- everyone's stock can tank, and that's I mean, why that, that's a big part of why I think uh, we talked about the the uh, Kanye Drake show, right? Once once Drake knows, okay, this is what Kanye is doing. I think that's part of why he's saying, "All right, cool. I'm just going to treat this like an album." He's like, "I'm not going to go toe to toe and maybe lose." Have you seen? Have you heard Kingdom Come? <laughs> he he made it past that phase. Only good song of that motherfucker was a fucking intro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between, uh, but this is what's cool about verses. There's a difference between dropping a bad album. Every person that we've discussed almost has a bad album, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between that and showing up to do something one on one and losing. Yeah, I, I, I just, and what I do just you get, what do you stand to gain versus what do you stand to lose bro, reputationally? You there's know what I mean? too many niggas that will ride with Hove and like. I think I think they for themselves they can't let Hove lose in their head. So even if he get a dubbed, you know what I'm saying? Like they gonna be like, you don't you don't get it. It's and it's and it's like <laughs> and that's a lot of the internet. You know what I'm saying? You just wasn't there. And that's how I feel about Project Pat and other country niggas and shit. Like nigga, right. like, like 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 we talked about this yesterday. We're in a, in a, like uh, players anthem. Like you know what I'm saying? It was an international players anthem. Is that what it's called? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you know what I'm saying that joint. To me, choose you, killing that shit. Nigga, sure. Most 98% of niggas would be like, that shit weak. But you wasn't driving in the streets a motherfucking them, them country roads in Athens, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? When I was going to pull up on some, on, some, on some of them things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my lip when you left on your child support. Yeah, support. Yeah. Give me half of that. Oh, my car. Nope. <laughs> what? Hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no. She, she, she. Hey, nigga, that shit. She, he, he got the best verse on that motherfucking beat ever to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and, 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 and it's both of his verses and then it's the other. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... But that's just, it's just because because I was there and I'm, I'm I'll be one of them niggas. But there's so many like the niggas like that for Jay Z on internet. So I don't see him his his shit tanking. Okay, let's talk about dumb people on the internet. Um, you know I love stupid conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. We've discussed this, yes. and my current favorite stupid conspiracy theory is <laughs> someone noticed. That if you uh, make an anagram, if you rearrange the letters of Delta and Omicron, you can make the phrase media control. Mind blown. Now, (laughs) we might see that and go, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) A great portion of the population of the country that we live in (laughs) saw that and said, that's it. I figured it out. You got him. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he thought he had one, and he had one, nigga. 
<laughs> I mean, not to us sane humans, <laughs> but it's, it's it's crazy how much love and support that type of shit get. What's crazy, like how he's marking I have it out on the top so of it. Like, yes. okay, there's one. Okay, got the next one. You know what I mean? Oh, <gasps> you know what I mean? Like, come on, G. Yeah, I mean, all it would take is a. You know, a, a, an understanding of how these strains are named, and they're named after the fucking Greek alphabet, and it's Delta than Omicron. That's easy. The end, <laughs> right? So, Coincidence? I, yeah. I think not. <laughs> the Greeks <laughs> invented their alphabet 2,500 years ago for this moment. You know? Right. Get the fuck out of here. I actually think, Illuminati. Though, I actually think that taking them seriously is even funnier than that, because... What is his hypothesis? His hypothesis is the people who own CNN and MSNBC and the Washington Post and the New York Times and whatever got together, the people who are running these struggling organizations, and said, we're going to organize a global pandemic that's going to destroy the global economy that we're already struggling in we're going to deploy it seamlessly without anyone finding out that we did it and we're going to have two variants of this disease that we also create and we're just going to throw in a little easter egg for the lions, <laughs> for the lions. not the sheep <laughs> that these two variants if you rearrange them like i don't know if these people have seen national treasure too much if it's just like main character syndrome it's like i realize something so it has to be big but like really think about what the sequence of events would have to be for this to have been an intentional thing and that's pretty special if you can get your brain to believe some shit like that bro <laughs> Special control indeed. systems, special indeed. Special control indeed. systems, you know what I mean? Can't ignore them. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. 
based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The holidays are here, and FanDuel Sportsbook has a gift for all new customers. No, not a new pair of slippers. We're talking about 30 to 1 odds on any Christmas Day NBA or NFL game. Just sign up for Sportsbook and bet on any team to win any of the seven marquee matchups taking place on Christmas, and if your bet wins, you'll be paid out 30 times your wager. That's right, you can turn a $5 bet into $150. Uh, I always watch all the NBA Christmas games. I always watch the Lakers game. I will be watching them play the Nets. I have no faith in the Lakers to beat any organized basketball team at this point, so I will take the Nets and to build my same-game parlay. I will take the under on the points because there are going to be not that many NBA players playing in that game due to COVID protocols. There's no better place to bet on Christmas Day than on America's number one sportsbook. It's a simple and easy-to-use app with great new offers every day. It's safe and secure with best-in-class customer service. And when you win, FanDuel will pay your winnings in as little as two hours. Don't miss your chance to win 150 bucks on a $5 bet. Sign up with promo code JNJ to place your first FanDuel Sportsbook wager on any NBA or NFL Christmas Day game ex- for exclusive 30-to-1 odds. Our gift to all new customers. Download FanDuel Sportsbook today with the promo code JNJ. That's J-Ampersand-J. Disclaimer. You must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only, $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus $150. Bonus for Tennessee users is fulfilled in site credit within 72 hours and expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. All right. That that was a good warm-up. Are we ready to do the (laughs) stupidest thing we've ever done on this podcast? (laughs) Hell yeah, nigga. I would like to state up top. How many jackals way, y'all got on y'all list? The way this came about. <laughs> it's a pretty jackal free is the way to be. A rap representation. I ain't going to lie to you, but. That's a fact. That's a yeah. fact. Um, the way this came about was, oh, we were talking about um, about how being funny is a better way to end up with a, to end up punching out of your weight class with the opposite sex than trying to be cool. And Tyler brought up, that there's a line in Who Framed Roger Rabbit where someone asked Jessica Rabbit, what do you see in Roger Rabbit? Because he's a member of another species and small and annoying. And she said, he makes me laugh, right? Which oh, is, in the experience of all three of us, oh, yeah. the <laughs> only way. Yeah. The- <laughs> For sure. <laughs> the only way, G. 
The only way. So John mentioned that Jessica Rabbit had had him in a headlock uh, for quite some time. Oh, Bubba. <laughs> Ooh, Bubba. Uh, and may still have him in a headlock, as a hey, matter of fact. I could rest my chin on my dick right now. You so just bringing up her name. <laughs> Uh, so that led in the group chat to organically a very stupid conversation uh, around the subject of good-looking animated people. And I just want to share that because hopefully that would help you understand how three not weirdos could end up having this conversation, Bro, which weird. is going to sound like we a talked weirdo about this. We tried to be cool when we was young. Once we leaned into being weird, that's when shit started working out for us. There's so a difference between being weird and being and a weirdo and being a weirdo. And this is bordering on weirdo. <laughs> Hey, I, I was talking. I'll be talking about this online, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be so left field sometimes. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're we are going to uh, see who can come up with the best uh, group. Jackson, can you help us uh, with the draft order, please? I can. Uh, I'm also just quickly before we move on, would just like to say that Kanye would beat Jay in a versus, but it's fine. We don't have to talk no. about it. But no, no. But see, but that's but that's the thing. Jackson would should believe that. But Jackson, do you watch verses? How many verses have you watched? Not many. See, yeah, that's my that's my point too. You know I, what I mean? So, anyways, yeah, yeah. Draft yeah, yeah. order is as follows: Tyler, then Mike, then John. I did some rant. It was a rant. I did a randomizer online. Okay, don't don't get all. I'm up telling y'all, I'll be getting ass in on this pie, no, nigga. I'm telling y'all, nigga. <laughs> my t- t- uh, we're gonna do a snake. We're gonna, we're doing three rounds, and we're doing a snake draft, which means it's gonna go Tyler, me, John, John, me, Tyler, so that it's fair to John, and he's not picking last in every round. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Okay. The only other rule is that Jessica. This the tournament is named after Jessica Rabbit, you can't pick so Jessica she is Rabbit. not. <laughs> she goaded. The Bill she's... Russell can't win the Bill Russell Finals MVP. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's off the board because that's an obvious number one pick. So okay, Tyler, pick number one. My first pick. I'm, I'm digging in the crates a bit. I know anyone under 30 is probably going to be like, who the fuck is that? But I watched a lot of film on this one as a youngin. <laughs> you know, the, the scouting report that I have on her, you know, A pluses across the board. And I am going with <laughs> Chitara from the, the Undercats. Oh, wow. She was a. Hey, she yes. went crazy. Yeah, she had. She went crazy. She had the, look, I'm excited look. by that number one pick because that means that we're going to be really in the weeds on this shit. Thicky, thicky, <laughs> thick. You know what I'm you saying? Know, hey, hey, the, the, the scouting report. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah, we, we, we digging in the trenches here. You know, we going to and she and she was tall too. She's yeah. probably like six three. Mm-hmm. That's a winner. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I have someone that I believe would be should be the one one pick, and. This is the only cartoon character in my adulthood that has ever inspired similar feelings to Jessica Rabbit. And I'm, it's Lana Kane from Archer. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Humans. Yeah, going, going for Interesting. The, the, the human adulty cartoon. You might as well. Yeah, this ain't even. All right. Okay. My pick. All right. You gonna criticize me for not picking it? I mean, bro, picking why don't you pick a cat, a cat, in. a cat woman man right, like, hybrid hey, thing? I, I, a cat, I got a cat it. human species hybrid. I'm just saying, what is wrong? With you you got you out here picking humans? Weird. Let's be weird, dog. You know what I'm saying? All right, so I'm gonna go with Lola Bunny. You feel me from Space mm-hmm. Jam? The first one, not the second one. She could hoop. She had a little bit of yams on her. You know what I mean? Had the top bun, which went crazy. 
You know what I mean? Mm. So like, you can't believe Lola Bunny fell to you at pick number three, bro. What's crazy? I'm like, y'all ain't really. That's, that's wild. You know, what I'm saying? I, I kept calling it the Lola Bunny draft when we were talking about this because I just can't get her out of my head. <laughs> I remember I, tw- I I tweeted about this shit uh, like at the beginning of the pandy, like, yo, Lola had them things, and a lot of people agree with me, G. And she had she had that vibe. You know what I mean? Uh, my second pick. I don't, I don't disagree. My second pick is Roxanne from Goof Troop. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know if y'all remember Roxanne, oh, yeah. but oh, she yeah. was one oh. of the ones. And we know Roxanne was black too. Only black Roxanne on the planet. You feel me? But she was smart. She was bad. And she got that regular vibe. That's my whole shit. You know what I mean? Like, I love me a regular bad chick. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it mimics my actual life. You know what I mean? Where cute chicks that I shouldn't be cute enough to fuck with. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was definitely goofy in that, in that shit. What a good movie, too. Goof Trip. Yeah, Slept on. Not, not talked about enough. Goofy movie. We, we, we love Goof Troop. And with the uh, Goofy, the Goof Troop Christmas special about, you know, because it's, a, you know, you got a single dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying to sure. make shit happen for his kid. That shit, that pulls on my heartstrings every time we watch that with the kids, bro. He loved the hell out of his son, dog. Will do anything for the man. You know what I mean? He's and a that, fuck I mean, up. You know what I mean? He's a me? fuck up. He's dumb, but he loves his son. But he loves his son. And that's, you know, that's the one thing he needs to be good at. He is great at. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? I'm finna cry around this motherfucker. That's beautiful. Uh, I am gonna go with uh, Princess Jasmine mm. as my second pick. She was on my big board. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, she well, go well, crazy. Yeah. She go crazy. No, no, I was crazy. like, t- I feel like I was target demo for Aladdin. Didn't that come out in the mid '90s? I feel yeah. like I was like 10 to 12 somewhere when that shit came out. We we sung that whole new world shit at my elementary school graduation just to show you how far back that shit goes. And I'm old as hell. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you, hey, drop the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I know I there's, I know there's a VHS. Yeah. There got to be a VHS somewhere on this planet. We need to find that ASAP. All right, so 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 my pick. So you I, get two picks now. I get two picks now. Yes, you get your your second and your last pick right now. Okay, all right. So so with this pick, this pick, I feel like there's a lot of upside here. I feel like this is an untapped talent. I feel like this is like getting Giannis at number fifteen. I'm going with Dexter's mom from Dexter's Laboratory. Okay, okay. The okay. yams were stupendous okay. on that one. Oh, they, they were. They were tenable indeed. <laughs> Those are some very tenable, tenable yams. yams. <laughs> tenable yams, my boy. Oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. <laughs> and keeping it, <laughs> keeping, keeping it in the yams category for my next pick. <laughs> we're structuring Tyler, our team hey, it's on yams holiday here. season, and Tyler is a yams man. <laughs> you feel me? That is our Run team's on. philosophy. We are. You, 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 you know, some teams want length. We want yams with our shit. <laughs> So, so I'm going with Elastigirl, the mom from Incredibles. Oh! Yeah, yeah, too, hey, those, that's a win. Yeah, so those are my That's a win. You got a nice little roster, do, my boy. Man. I ain't mad at it. Uh, I am going to stick with my theme of picking uh, humans and uh, not animals. Uh, I love I, so I will much. go with uh, Princess Tiana. From Princess and the Bro, Frog. Oh, you Slept got your me. boy. I put yeah. She, hey, she, hey, and she was a chick. She, she had that same regular vibe, but she from wasn't New Orleans regular. Too, you know man. what I mean? That, that New Orleans you shit feel me? A lot. You, hey, that, hey, that accent, <laughs> that, that, baby, like, from a yeah. New Orleans. That baby. Oh no, no sir. That, that's like she might a put a gold on too. Or some shit. You know? Right. <laughs> she might have that. She might have that gangster gold on too off camera. You feel me? That's big New Orleans vibe. I fuck with it, but uh. So my last pick will be, you know, I, I put I pick four just in case, you know, 
you know, my man would, you know, snatch one, you know what I'm saying, which happened. Jody Landon from Daria. Do y'all remember her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jody yep, Landon. Yep, yep, straight yep. back braids. Can't miss with the straight back braids, baby. You know what I'm saying? Can't miss with that. You know what I mean? I, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Daria was more my vibe. <laughs> Jody Landon is it straight back braids we going with it even if she ain't my whole energy as far as in you know personality straight backs you know will will we'll make up for a lot you know what I mean so, so John's with. got Lola Bunny Roxanne from Goof Troop and Jody from Daria Tyler's got Chari from Thundercats Dexter's mom and Elastigirl and I've got Lana Kane Princess Jasmine and Princess Tiana these are all solid rosters right here. I must admit. I feel, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel pretty good about. I feel pretty good about my 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 squad picking from pick number two. I feel pretty good about it. I just with Lola Bunny and Roxanne, which is a deep cut. You know what I mean? I'm happy about it. Jody's a really deep cut, which might make it. A, you know what I'm saying? Take the weight off of my shit a little bit. You know what I mean? Jody. She, Jody was on my big board. Oh really? Okay. For philosophical okay. reasons, absolutely, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Jody went crazy. I, I also had crazy. Storm from X Men on my big board. Storm would drive you crazy, bro. That's a hundred, a hundred percent. But I, but unfortunately, I think we've named every animated black female character like practically in the history of animation. It's just it's it's yeah, like it's crazy, bro. The thing was, I couldn't list. I couldn't list. A teenage character that wasn't a teenager when I was a teenager. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's and I gr- and I had trouble thinking of naming an animal, which did not bother you guys, and I respect <laughs> not that. At all, not at all, not at all, <laughs> not at all. Lola Bunny, it was you know had a, had the, 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 the itty bitty up top and the, and, the, and, the, and the yams as my man Tyler speaks to, <laughs> the very tenable yams. Hey, and that's my whole shit. You feel me? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, thank you for listening to that segment. Uh, <laughs> and on that note, we hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, wait, quick, okay, quick programming note. We are not recording on the holiday weekend. Uh, we are taking... They told us, first of all, I was incensed about this. We are the only podcast at the volume that has not taken time off yet. We're the hardest working podcasters at the volume. Does that make you sick or what, bro? I'm disgusted. No, not. I I, I do not do this this fucking employee of the month shit. (laughs) (laughs) But if I'm a if I'm a do it, I'm a do it with my niggas. We we be having fun in this motherfucker. Yeah, shit don't even feel like work. I think that's a big part of it. Right, 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 right. No doubt. But we once we found that out, we were happily uh, to especially given what it looks like these NBA Christmas games are going to be. We're we're taking the weekend off. So our next episode will be Wednesday or Thursday next week, uh, but we hope you guys have... I, I Genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, if you're listening to this, I hope you get a couple days where you are not on the internet, angry at everyone, and feeling depressed about you. I hope you get a couple days of, if you're by yourself, going on a nice walk somewhere, if you're with your family, enjoying time with your family, but f- try and find some way to get two days where you just feel okay about the world and your place in it. Uh, and that's from Jenkins and Jones to you. Love y'all for real, man. For Appreciate real. y'all greatly. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.